Good morning, Sean. Good morning, Lindsay. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm good, but I just was forced to put my coffee on the floor, so I'm not happy about that. Hold it in your hand. That's fine. I can. What if I slishity slosh it when I'm getting animated? Okay. That no now you're making it about see. me, and it's not. Although it kind of isn't is. it always yeah, about you? As long as we understand that. Hang on, I'm just we understand. calling up my presentation. <laughs> you have a presentation? Well, like for myself. For anyone who is listening to this, I want you to always know that Sean is overprepared and I am underprepared. <laughs> and in the middle we meet. <gasps> in and, the middle we meet magic. with mediocre preparedness when you mix it together. I think what's funny is I would question, I'd actually say you're just as, if not more prepared than me. You're just not used to other be people being as prepared as you. To be honest, I think it's a... Uh, Ruse that I'm is it that is called it? a ruse? Ruse, yeah. That I'm the, like pulling the wool over your eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Well you're doing it well. Thank you. I like wool. All right. So well, what's going on today? Well, I've got a new name for our podcast today. What is it? It's just called Happy Friday. That's the podcast. H a podcast? The podcast. Is that what it's always going to be called? No. Just today? Yeah, we're What was it last week? Something about Fridays as well. Yeah, my favorite Friday or... Should we just call it the <laughs> podcast with no name? For now. I like It's part of my opening title. bit is it's just... Here's my... opening bit? Is this stand up? Kind of. Yeah. It is. It's the... Actually, what I'm calling this podcast is Happy Friday. And I'll tell you why. Because right now, it's Friday... And this podcast is all about what's going on with us right now. Yeah. I like that. It's about the present, Fridays baby. are always happy because something good's about to happen. It is. Like, it's, it's, it's a thing you hear a lot, and you're kind of like, if it's not a happy Friday, Yeah. Cruising into fucked. a shitty weekend. Right? Is that a good idea? Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Uh, well, that's good. So anything going on this Friday? What uh, What are you up to? What are you listening to? What have you heard? What's happening? Oh, well, that's kind of what I was going to ask you. Oh, you're asking me that. Okay. <laughs> no, you asked me first. So here's my thing. Okay, can I do my little spiel? So welcome to Happy Friday, where we talk about what's happening right now. Not the past, not the future, but all about right now in this room. So cool. yeah. Okay. Kay? I like that. So based on that, right now, my name is Sean Patrick, a self-proclaimed wise guy. And my name is Lindsay Waugh. Someone just figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> I like the Lin Lindsay B. Waugh. Lindsay B. Waugh? Yeah. And then what does the B stand for? You do that, right? Like, don't ever tell anyone. Lindsay B. Waugh? Well, yeah. my mom's going to know it's Blair for one thing. Oh, and then it's, <laughs> we're done. All right. So what were you asking me? What's going on with me? Yeah. Let's try it again. Ask me and I'll shut up. Hey, Sean. Hey, Lindsay. What's going on with you today? Well, it's snowy. It's so snowy. Uh, Does that always surprise you? No, like we live in Canada. No matter, whenever it snows, I'm always still surprised. I'm like, whoa, snow. But now that you're skiing, like I love, I, I grew up where snow was never a surprise because it was always there. So yeah, it's a surprise, but it's unlike everyone else, it's a pleasant surprise. Like I was like, ooh, Friday's the day I don't go to the gym because I saved myself for this wonderful thing. And I was actually like, well, at least I'll get the lawn shoveled. <laughs> you know what? Are we I gotta supposed go back to home. do that? Because I live in Toronto and we don't have lawns for one thing. 
And we. If you'll excuse me, I think I have to go shovel, shovel the driveway now. <laughs> you know, my approach to shoveling, I woke up this morning, I was like, wow, that's a lot of snow. And due to the fact that we have one parking spot in our driveway and no lawn, do you know how I shovel? I drive the car away. <laughs> I get in the car. I drive it down the road. The snow falls off as I go, and that's how I shovel the driveway. <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds about right. Yeah, real estate's yeah. real bitch around right. here. Right. Well, even with me, I mean, we have a decent sized driveway, and my my wife Simone is always Don't like, "Do you have a four car driveway?" No, two. It looks longer. What's well, good for you? Have. <laughs> well, if, what like, if you had four? When Lindsay describes cars. When, when Lindsay describes one parking space, not really. Yeah, I drive an SUV. Sorry, environment. I apologize, but um, it takes up kids. the entire driveway. <laughs> that's right. I Literally. see what you mean. So that's what you mean is there's no, no periphery. You just pull out and your driveway is clean. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize that. I just thought you were being an irresponsible bitch. No, uh, that you don't is, need that to... is me shoveling. I love that. You know what happens when I'm being an irresponsible bitch? <laughs> There's you don't too clean much your snow on the car, Yeah, but I will wipe it off when I get to the daycare parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that so bad? So I get out, wipe it off at the daycare parking lot, hence all the snow falls on their driveway. That's mean. And then I drive away. Say that last <laughs> sentence again. Then the snow falls on. The snow falls on their driveway instead of mine. God, is that why you do it? Yeah. Okay. Well, you're still alive. I'm shortcutting the shit out of everything these days. That's good, though. It's efficient. It, I, I don't you, know if it's good. I think you just need to. It's coping. Yes. You got to short, shortcut somewhere. Just because it puts everyone's life in danger is another issue, but I'm with you. Does it put everyone's life no, in danger? No, I went through a stage where it's like, now you, I think it's a good sort of where are you in life because now I, like, I'm that person who, okay, are the headlights clean? Okay, have, have I gone to every corner? Yeah. Because I want to, I, then that gives me the right to be pissed off at people when I'm driving my kids to school, which I don't do much anymore, and they haven't even cleared off the window. Yeah. So something funny like that happened to me this morning, actually, because of this whole snowfall thing. The uh, so Another parent was coming to my house to pick up something before I was taking the girls to school. And he had noticed how poorly I was wiping off the car. And I was giving him the thing and then getting back in the car. And he wiped off my back window as he was getting in his car. Like, hence when to say... That's irresponsible of you yeah. to drive with your car in this yeah. condition. And I said, fair. Actually, um, I have a neighbor. They're lovely. Um, it, I mean, he jokes about it, my neighbors. But it's, it's always like our kids would go to the same school and they're always rushing. Like we're coming back. I'll be coming back parking in the garage in the on the lawn. Because that's what I do, where I shovel. <laughs> and I'll see her running out with the two kids. That's me. You're right? seeing me run out. Yeah. And I always feel like I do not judge. I actually laugh and feel bad because it's like, that was me. Like, I was so unorganized. How old in the are their kids? Uh, Leah. Oh, I probably shouldn't say their names. Um, I already did. Uh, a girl, Michelle. This isn't going live, so it's fine. She's about eight or nine. And so then the little boy's about four, three or four. Okay, so there could be hope later. It's yeah. that three or four year old where you're like, I'm just trying to hustle you. Like, can we go? Totally. You have to eat your cereal. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's totally. That's what I mean. Is it's not about. It's not like they just got out of bed. They may have been up for two hours. I yeah. know that. 
it's just about the moment it's time to leave is completely a draw. Like, oh my God, what is it now? So you can do everything right. And then when you get to the door, where are your boots? Yeah. Where are your goddamn mitts? What do you mean you left them at school? Stop crying. We have to go. What do you mean you don't want to go to school? You know, like it's that. I know. It's like. I hear you. So anyways, we're getting off topic, but I helped her. So I was shoveling the driveway like the annoying neighbor who seems to have nothing to do. (laughs) And uh, I saw her come out and, you know, the kids say hi. And she's like, you can tell. They're like, hi, Sean. And the mom's like, no, we're waving. Get in the car. So I just walked over. I had, I think I was cleaning my car or about to. So I had my brush in my hand. That's funny that you had that experience. I was that other guy. I might have been doing... Were you, so you were the guy brushing off my car this morning and I was the rushing lady. Yeah. But lady. I just felt good I that I was just, loosely. for me, it was, she was doing it. And then I brought mine over too and said, here, and I'm tall, right? And that's the other thing is I have a real advantage because there's nothing worse, especially I can see you if with your big car. That's a pain to get the front clean. Oh, do people and, get up there? Uh, that only becomes clean in April. <laughs> when it melts away. But I, yeah, because I can reach it. I'm six foot two, right? So I have that. I said to her, I said, this is when. Oh my goodness. <laughs> no, it has a closed. That's why I brought it up there. It's. <laughs> that's why I'm worried about you. I'm Bow. not flaily like that. I'm not a fucking am, six foot two octopus. I'm I keep the, yeah. my tiny five, six arms close to my body I to have conserve long, energy. I'm tall and I have long arms. And you're expressive, which people expressive. don't get to enjoy as much on a podcast. No, and that's if fine. If you could see Sean right now. I have taken out waiters, waitresses. around. All right, that was good. So it's snowy. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God we have the extra hour. Are so we doing two hours? No, we're just, no. We're just, yeah. just no pressure cool, of cool. time. Cool, 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 But we cool. do need to move on. Okay, let's go. Um, a couple of things. What are, you, what are you watching? What are you reading? What are you thinking? What's going on in Lindsay's world? And it, it can be just one answer. Well, do you want me to dive into my thing? You absolutely can. Okay, so... Um, Oh my gosh. So <laughs> I will answer quickly the watching thing. I started watching The Circle last night. Okay. That's not appealing to me, but I don't know why. It's awful. That's what I'm saying. Don't watch that. Is there someone in it that I'd know? I just can't remember. It's that forgettable. I, did, I was like, no, I don't it's about watch social it. media. It's like <gasps> oh, yeah, Big not, Brother House full, full of yes. social And I was, I fucked up. It made There's me, nothing I would want to watch less. Me too. I was drinking wine, so but I know it why made you'd it a bit be more. I was just like, I it. need ten minutes to check out, and it made me embarrassed for my twenty-five-year-old self, where I was like, "Was I like this? I don't know, probably not." Anywho, so there was that, and then so I what I'm re- typically pr- what prompts me to start reading something is email. Like I subscribe to a lot of things, industry stuff, a bunch of different things around advertising, marketing, all of that kind of thing, and it's usually an email. So I get this email last night where the headline of it is the most interesting or impactful thing I've seen all year. So I'm like, oh, this better be good. And I subscribe to a lot of people who I would think are like interesting content creators, have an industry point of view. Um, So I'm like, sweet, this is gonna be interesting. So I open it and it's all around 
obviously this person has been sponsored to create this email and it's all around this direct mail service and how mail has now changed his life for his business as a digital marketing consultant. So I open it up and immediately I'm pissed off because I'm like, this is bullshit. Um, But the topic then got me kind of thinking. Is it that person we talked about before? I think it's a different person. I don't want to mention the person. It's not the shoe guy because he bugs me too. I had the same. The guy who, he's, he's a... He's very successful, started in the wine business, family wine no, business. No, no, it's not that. Dork too, no, it's okay, not that sorry. guy. So Go this ahead. is a person I think we've cons- we've talked about their content before, just okay. um, together. Um, so I was like, oh, this guy's gonna, and he's a digital marketing consultant. Clearly, kind of does some stuff on his own, but trying to run a business and does these emails, and sometimes they're interesting. And so I was excited about this one, and then I open it, and the piece of content that's being provided by this company says. Let me pull it up here. Mm. It says 63, 63 for one thing, 63 (laughs) unique ways to use direct mail in the digital age. That's what, so it's a That's not a fart. That's not a joke? No, it's not. So I'm like, so it says, need some ideas on how you might use mail? Download this free guide, 63 unique ways to use direct mail in a digital age. And I can't even tell you. I think how many problems I have with that sentence. That's what I was going to say. 63 unique ways. So let's unpack. We've been talking about unpacking. Let's unpack that sentence for one moment. Is this your moment, your trigger? Yeah. So mail. So the reason why mail specifically has been on my mind again, as I was saying, is my husband's been away and I literally do not think a mailbox exists. So we live downtown Toronto. We don't have mail to our houses. So you go to a box, right? I don't yeah. know if you do. You yeah, have same thing. Right. You and go we, to that. Well, I'll go a week with it. When Simone's away, I don't go when she comes oh, back. I don't like... ever go. <laughs> We've lived there. We for have maybe a dog. So it's an excuse years. for a walk. And I've probably been six times, but when my husband travels, then it's like, you need to get the mail. And I was like, what's mail? (laughs) And he's like, go to the box with the key on your ring that you have. And I was like, fine. So anyways, mail's been on my mind. And whenever I get the mail and there's all of this direct mail bullshit in there, I am the person who's like, now, like I stop at the recycling bin before I even go in the house and throw it out. Like I don't look at anything. And I bet you that, that in and of itself causes guilt. Because you're like... It's wasteful. Yeah. I don't look... It makes you be wasteful. It does. And (laughs) as a like marketing person, I'm like, I want to be able to look at it and and think about how it's impacted me. I can't even deal with this. Like it's so out of control, (laughs) which just shocks me. So that's the mail thing has been on my brain. And then I see this ebook, 63 unique ways to (laughs) use direct mail. And I was like, for one thing, could it be 10 ways? Can 63 ways really be unique? Why do we have to say all the time now in the digital age? Are we not over that at this point? Everything's digital. We don't have to say digital age anymore. But anyways, so I looked through this ebook. It's basically like send a bottle of wine to a new client. And I'm just like, you got to be kidding me. But what prompted me was to think further about direct mail. And we've and we've talked about this a little bit with one of our past clients recently, the value of physical visual presence versus digital and the impact that something tangible can have. So this is what kind of got me thinking. And I just did a little bit more research around some stats 
um, in that area that I'm like, okay, so I understand that I do actually think direct mail can be quite valuable. I understand the um, value of in-person tangible things when everything is so out of control, social media and digital. So just a couple of the things that I... So you're still you're, you're still giving it a try. So you're trying to be really objective about this to say instead of dismissing it altogether, to say I want to understand. Oh yeah. I want to I want to clarify that I'm before I get judgmental that I have an inf- informed opinion. Yes, and yeah. it's to say that I got this email. I think the email's bullshit. It made me quite mad. This person I feel like is providing advice, and I'm like that's not good advice in the way that you're providing it. I, it's clearly sponsored. This is making me upset, but I'm like I do think that there is value in this as a tactic. So what is it about the tactic that I can then take away and say this is still valuable, and how can I think about using it for my client? And this is how it can be misused. I guess it's kind of like you know what I mean. Yeah. Don't throw the baby out with the bat. No, there's valuable things. But here's some opinion that'll say, but you're undoing this when you do this. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So one of the things I thought was interesting was that advertising cards, catalogs, or flyers made 31% of baby boomers purchase a service or product. Baby boomers. Yeah. 31%. That's pretty high, I think. Well, yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. But you're not a baby boomer. That's part of your thing. So anyways, yes, I'll shut up now. No, definitely. But thinking about target audience and the best way to impact people, I think that's pretty high. And then even when they're saying consumers claim that they are 46% more likely to respond to an offer from a familiar company. And this is a great way to prime people, right? So you get something in the mail, you kind of see it, whether it's um, valuable to you or not in that moment, but then you start to connect it to an integrated plan. So you see an email then from that person, or you see a like a piece of video content online or something social or some sort of ad that then it starts to connect. So it's these kind of touch points um, that I thought was really interesting. And then I was like, oh, this is totally me. Having received addressed mail, 57% of consumers open it. I thought that was pretty high, 57%. 48.5% take a glance at it. And 26.2% throw it away or recycle it. And 24, this is also shocking to me, 24% put it aside to check it later. Yeah. Like, are flyers included in that or is this just direct mail? It's addressed direct mail. So picture like something from a bank that says like, Sean Patrick, blah, blah. And you're like, this is clearly not actual mail for me, but an addressed direct mail piece. Well, there was something, what was it? I don't know if we were working on it or I was doing it with someone else and the idea of... You do work with other people? No, myself. Um, Just checking. You you don't know Simone, right? Anyways, no, and it was something just about, uh, I was working with a bank... And the idea of mail from a bank has a ridiculously high open rate. Yeah, because are you afraid to not open it? Well, you have to open it. Do you? No, but no, sorry. Because <laughs> I That's don't. Sorry. No, to me, but but it's because you're, we, I have a history where the bank needs my address. That's how we used to communicate with our bank. So yes. there's sort of a legacy. There's just a behavior. There's a sort of like, you know what? The bank, based on our relationship, still counts on our address for some things. You probably don't have that. We've just never switched it over. Do you know what I mean? Like online banking wasn't a thing. So it's just sort of like where my relationship with my bank is tied to a time when they mailed me statements and they, so there's that, that fear. So my fear is 
fear and also it doesn't bother me is if my bank has, and as soon as I open it, if I right away see, then I throw it out. Yeah. But that that's interesting because that's just a, a time gap between us. It's, right. I went to, we went to the bank and we, you know, now it's like online mortgage, everything's online. It's like, no, my connection, I first signed up with the bank I'm with and we went into the office and we filled out all these forms and we went to the bank when we needed to get money and all that sort of stuff. Yes. So it's like, that's why I'd almost say the older people, it's an inherent behavior. I'm not defending. I'm just sort of like, yeah, that's, it's not even like, yeah, it's pretty high. Yeah, because it's ingrained with us, in right. us. So they're in, you're saying there's an opportunity there. Completely. Don't mess it up though. Yeah. So do you feel like it would impact you in that way? Like in that, say a direct mail piece from, I don't know, a gym <laughs> offer. It's what got me into my gym. Is it? Yeah. You know what I'll say? Direct mail as it relates, for me, as it relates to locality. So I still appreciate, I still know that local businesses, it's a great outlet for them. It's it's a it's a cost-effective, very measurable offline way yeah. to see, to promote themselves and see if it's a great way to promote. Yes. You know what I mean? So when it's local stuff, I don't get too ticked off. It's when it's big box stuff or where they're you know what clearly I mean? just like they're not spray talking and to me. pray yeah. kind of approach. Yeah. And it's sort of like you guys have enough money and a big enough footprint to be a little bit more innovative. So a lot of the pressure, for example, with grocery stores and retail, especially in the US, is you know, they know they need to move on from the flyer and yeah. it's millions of dollars. But they can't even start. Yeah, so that kind of brings up two things for me, whereas one, like for instance, a spray and pray kind of, I'm just going to blanket the country yeah. and I'm a major bank. Because I can. Because I can. And they are afraid to move away from traditional tactics because they don't just necessarily, they're like, I don't know if I take this out, what it's going to do. Yeah. And then when you think about Flyer, for instance, like one of my clients um, you know, removing the flyer actually does have a huge impact. So I think what it comes down for me, and I think you brought up a couple of really interesting points around it, is location, like target audience, demographic, location, local impact. Um, as you're thinking about planning and these traditional tactics, that those are some of the things that you need to start for first. Is yeah. this going to be right for this person? And then even thinking about someone of my generation, I think there <clears throat> is a big opportunity to impact me. I'm just not necessarily sure exactly what it is. Because well, getting also- something tangible that's um, could be in my hand. For instance, I purchase magazines still. I like having something. I purchase books, like actual physical books. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a like a book e-reader, but I prefer to hold something. So like, what is it about that? I have an idea. I have a thought because it actually dovetails exactly into what I'm talking oh, about. Oh, does it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The way I'm, and we won't go to mine yet, but I just want to touch on it, is I think it's you committing yourself to, to taking time. You're not buying the magazine for the sake other than promising yourself the moment will you will sit down and read that magazine. Unconsciously. Yes. But it's, oh, it's for me. Yeah, you're right, because it's more of a moment. Yeah, you're, you're, you're booking a moment for yourself. And at the end of that, when I 
when I buy the magazine and then it's two months later and I actually haven't read it, I'm kind of disappointed in myself that I didn't give myself the gift of time to actually sit down and look at it. And I think, but that's sort of like, what I like about it is what I called out is a good behavior that can go wrong. Then when you look back at what you originally were saying was someone was offering you that chance, right? With that email, you look at them to just kind of give you something that, that's good for you. Something, yeah. you know, thank you. I've, I've offered my time. I've offered my energy. I've offered my attention. So s- don't fuck it up. Yeah. Don't talk to me like you have never, like I've done nothing for you. Right. So what I mean by that is you've given them their information. You have given them the opportunity the door. to talk to you. Yeah. And that once you've done that, and this is what we, you and I have experienced a lot in the world of strategy and communications and marketing, is it just a matter of time before they fuck it up? Yeah. Because one budget, no, we're not doing that anymore. We're about acquisition. We're about retention, blah, blah, blah. And it's, uh, you and I just see it so transparently. What we can't deny is for someone who doesn't even consciously think like you did in that situation, like, ugh. You know, why did I throw, why do I do this? Why do I have to do this? Why did he screw it up? Is to say they took something that was good, that is inherently good in your behaviors, that does something good for you, and they exploited it. Right. So you feel exploited. Yeah. Right? So it was just neat because the way you brought it to, I love books. I love magazines. And yeah, you're not I sure love what it is, is to say, and, and so do I. And it's because it's a moment that I'm promising myself. Yeah. And if and it I doesn't happen. It's interesting to think about it that way from a brand perspective is that with direct mail, you are the customer or the consumer is um, giving you their gift of time. Yes. Right? So how do you get them, for one thing, to even look at it to say, I'm going to give you the gift of time? And then what is it that you're going to do for them with that time that will be valuable? Yeah. Cool. So, that's it. That's what this is. Got me all stirred up. <laughs> so I'm in charge of the mail because I'm on my own <laughs> for the next week. I see this email from someone that I uh, look forward to receiving email from. Shockingly, and I'm disappointed. Then I see these stats. Then I'm thinking about direct mail for my clients and the best way to impact people with something tangible. And, and now I just got into a tizzy. Um, but, but the tizzy is just good. attention. It's that whole idea of it created attention that you, because you've been looking for that tension. Yeah. It, it's easy. You know, we just aren't aware when that tension is there and kind of go, well, where's the spark? And that was, it created, this is like, yeah, this is what I like. But then you walk away from it with a positive sort of, okay, I'm not here to take down direct mail. I'm here to kind of say, there's something good there. Yeah. Well, how do we revive something? And it's motivating for me to say, like, I believe in tangible physical experiences, direct mail being one of them. And I understand the impact, especially the measurability of these traditional type of tactics. And there's no way in hell I'm ever going to make a recommendation to one of my clients that is like, you shouldn't be using this in the best way possible. I do think it should be a part of our plan. Yeah. Um, But what's the best way to thank your customers in that moment for giving you their attention. Exactly. Gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's you it. take that for that's granted. That's what I'm thinking about. Mail. Who knew? Boom. Right? In a digital age, Sean, I'm thinking about oh, mail. When is that when does that start? 
Is that going to be like Once the ice age? the digital age is going to be over? I'm sort of like... This age. To me, digital age means we don't exist. Like we're just on screens. That's the way I look at it. We're living There's no in the more matrix. Physical. Maybe we are. <gasps> Neo. Okay. Cool. That was Thank awesome. Thank you for listening to me. <laughs> that was awesome, My though. rant about direct mail. Yeah, but yeah. But the, yeah, I'm glad you're stirred up. I think we have a new name. It's called Stirred Up. Yeah, stirred up. I'm stirred Let's up. Let's get stirred up. And you remember, you, you like, I noticed someone say it. You were talking about how Seth Godin says, go create a ruckus. Yeah. Go start a ruckus or go create a ruckus. Uh, cause a ruckus. Someone said, I was but watching something. could also be like something. stirred up, our Friday morning coffee. Like this is our coffee chats. And stirred our coffee, up. We're our stirred coffee up shop. and we're stirred up. Don't forget our coffee shop. Consultants and coffee? Boom. All right. Yeah, bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed it. New episodes launch every two weeks, so be sure to subscribe to the Two Marketeers podcast wherever you like to listen. Or go to the twomarketeers.ca and connect with us. That's the twomarketeers.ca. Spell it out. We are everywhere. Two Marketeers. This podcast is over.